Hey, this is Leo DeRocher, and this is The Coach's Show on 91.5 Can't Shoot Thibodeau, your local alternative. And today my guest is Coach Blaine Hemo, offensive line coach and special teams coach for the EY Cardinals. Thanks for being here, Coach. Thanks for having me. Greatly appreciate it. So, I, rumor has it you were in the Mako field when you came to Nichols. Yes, I was. I was actually in political science, and my very first class I took at Nichols was um make a 101 and i was late for that class because i went to the wrong building so did you play in high school i did i played uh i played wide receiver my 10th to 12th grade year at ed white did that make you want to go into coaching after um yeah i've always wanted to go into coaching actually my whole my whole life um i really enjoy i really looked up to some of the coaches that i had in high school and especially in um, watching football on TV, so I, I've always been a person that wanted to learn more about the X and O's. Um, actually, for Christmas one year, I got an offensive playbook from, as a Christmas gift. So, who were some of the coaches you looked up to? Uh, definitely Coach Kyle, no doubt. Um, he coached me his first year at E.D. White as a head coach was my senior year. So definitely him. Coach Boyd Abair was another one that I looked up to. Um, those two really. Uh, set the foundation for me in coaching now so how do you think playing helped your coaching career um being able to see the game on the field and being able to understand like i i look back now and i i look at what my mindset was as a senior so i have an idea what they're currently thinking as players so um and the grind of it understanding that you go to school from eight three and then you get on the practice field and understanding that the players are thinking the same thing and as a teacher you're thinking the same thing that you have to teach for so many hours a day and then get on a practice field so you have that same mindset that you had when you were a student so this past weekend y'all played patterson and y'all beat him pretty well so we'll talk about that game so y'all uh won the coin toss i believe and deferred like i usually usually do so patterson got the ball first and they were doing pretty well and then y'all forced the punt yeah. If somebody would have told you that your special teams would have been the first one to score a touchdown, would you have believed them? Yes, I would. Actually, i got to give Coach Badger a lot of credit for that. He actually handles the punt return team because um, it, it coincides with defense. And I'll be honest with you, when the ball was kicked in the air, I was saying touchdown because they kicked it right to Matt Melanson. And when they kicked it to him, it was we set the wall really well. And Matt had an edge. And when he got to the edge, it was uh, – I made it – I think he made a couple guys miss and he scored. So, got to give a lot of credit to Coach Bajeron and Coach Callahan for what they do with the punt return team. Also, Coach Waggis back what they do with what he does with the punt returners. So, um, yeah, I got to I I can't take any really too much credit for that part. So then, y'all scored seven zero. Then they come back and they tie it up. So, what are you telling the offensive line when they're about to take the field yeah. for the first time? Yeah. So basically, what has to happen is that our offensive line really sets the. Um, the tone for our offense because the way the offense that we run is basically everything has to happen up front so if we get a little push up front and we're able to move that defense a little bit our backs are better see the holes and better get to where they need to go so really um it, everything really starts with the offensive line if we don't have good pass protection we're not able to complete those two touchdown three touchdown passes that we completed to our receivers and tight ends so um everything starts up front for us and um that's very important for us and we, i stress that a lot of how and our offensive coaches stress that a lot, how important it is to be able to win the game up front. You mentioned y'all passed it, and y'all, I was watching the game, and y'all passed it a lot. Did you, for practice, did you practice pass protection a lot this week? Yeah. Did y'all expect y'all to have to pass it that much? So every single week, 
that we play teams, they always go, they always blitz us and try to put pressure on us. And so we we really emphasize our pass protection, especially up front. Um, so yes, we practice pass protection actually twice a day in practice. Um, so it just helps us to, the kids to be able to see the field and see what could potentially happen in the future games coming up. So yes, we do, we practice pass protection a lot, even though we're a run based team. We, our pass protection is a thing that um, definitely concerns us week in and week out. So with special teams, are you involved with the kickoff whenever y'all kickoff return team yeah. comes on? Yeah, so I'm I'm, in, I'm pretty much involved with everything except punt return. The only thing I do with punt return is I give the returners an idea of how far the team opponent kicks it. So I do an average each week of, let's say he kicks it 30 yards, 35 yards, 40 yards. And I do take an average of those three numbers, and um, I tell I kick a punt return is look you need to get this far away from the from the ball in terms of all other special teams i'm, I'm involved in all all of them kickoff kickoff return punt extra point field goals all of those yes so i think once they scored the seven points y'all were up 14 to seven at that point they went for an onside kick i believe did y'all expect them to go for an onside yes. kick that early and why yes we did so they went for an onside kick um we i noticed something on film that the way they lined up was a particular lineup, and they would the way they took their guys. So we were expecting an onside kick when they got it. We got very fortunate that our kid did not get too injured because that was a that was a play that he could have gotten hurt on, and um, they touched it before he went ten yards. So we were able to, to take the ball, and uh, I think we ended up scoring a touchdown on that drive anyway. So, but um, no, we were definitely expecting it. It it was, had everything to do with that formation, the way they were lined up, and from previous games. So I think that next drive on offense, y'all started passing it a lot because they were putting. Was that because they were stopping the run game? Well, our run game wasn't that bad. What was was doing pretty well, but um, we have a pretty good receiver at um, at X and um, Paxton Lafont. So sometimes we'll notice that if if the defending what a defensive back is playing, we will try to give him a shot, and we feel that if we give him a chance, the quarterback gives our uh, receiver a chance, he will catch it. And made to make some big plays for us, so they kept giving us an opportunity. And we kept kept taking it, and um, we Jake threw a great ball balls, I should say, multiple passes, and then um, we completed them. The one over the middle to um, Philip Hillman. Philip did a good job of sitting in that zone, and there was a little area, and he caught it, and uh, he was able to get in the end zone for a touchdown. So it was great for us. So before y'all scored that touchdown, y'all had a fourth down, and why not kick it? Was it field position at that time that y'all were like, let's go for it? Yeah, I think it was fourth and one, if I'm not mistaken. Um, when we go fourth and one, if we if we had a good end of the field, um, we, we'll try to be successful up the middle or um, and try to get that one yard. Try to put it on the offensive line, actually, to be able to uh, overmatch the defensive line. That's what we try to do week in and week out is try to win the game up front, like I said earlier. And um, our guys did a great job of being able to match the defense. Their defense was – pretty good up front and uh they're pretty fast pretty strong so um i guys handled that well so then you're gonna go up 21 to 10 at that point and then the next play y'all forced the punt i think it was and then y'all had another touchdown pass to go up 28 10 mm-hmm. and then they fumbled the kickoff mm-hmm. recovery how important was that very important because people don't remember re- realize we get the ball to start the second half so actually it was like three possessions and maybe like what five minutes so um 
we hit them with two touchdown passes, and then we come back in the second half, and and uh, we got the ball again. So that was very important to have those three possessions, bam, 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 and really set the tone for the rest of the second half for us. Yeah. So going in half time, y'all are up 35-10. What are you telling the offensive line, and what are you telling the special yeah. teams? Yeah. So special teams, we did a couple of different things. We wanted to kick the ball away from number three because he was he was probably one of the best wide receivers I, I've watched on film in a while, and uh, he was pretty athletic, pretty explosive, and. Um, could play so we want to keep the ball away from him so that was one thing we, we talked about at halftime is trying to keep the ball away from number three offensive line just continue to do what we're doing um limit the mistakes um limit the false starts and the penalties that we could potentially incur and um winning the game up front don't quit i mean look it's 35 10 let's finish the second half to get better and propel us for the uh rest of the season so then coming out of halftime, you know, end up scoring on a QB sneak. So run game started to work again. How did that change your game plan going forward? Well, when when you win in 35-10 and your run game's working, um, just continue to run the football. No use to pass it, especially when you want to burn some clock. So um, anytime you can, anytime we can run the football and um, stay on blocks as an offensive line and be able to have a good pitch relationship with our quarterback and our running backs and um, being able to hand the ball off and get the ball in the center from the center and be able to do the small things that we work on really hard in practice is so important, especially for the rest of the season. So then the next drive, I think you had another touchdown run. A couple drives later, you had another touchdown run, making it 49-10 to 10 mm-hmm. off another run. Run game still working. Yep. Are you thinking about switching the offensive line to give them breaks at that point? Yeah, so we we a little banged up on the offensive line right now. So anytime we can substitute, especially a couple of seniors in there towards the end of the game, it it gives them some opportunities to play and being able to um, get some action on the field that they may not normally get in the early part of the season. So absolutely, when it when it was forty nine ten, actually when it was forty two ten, I had talked to a couple of offensive coaches and I said, look, what about subbing in a couple of our guys to keep them healthy so there's always that thought absolutely and our second level guys second team guys we have confidence in them to go in and do what they need to do because they work hard every day they come to film every morning and um they in the weight room every day and really working hard to be able to uh get a starting role so being an offensive line coach and special teams coach do you have a say so in what they do in the weight room uh no not really we let um we let our strength and conditioning guys handle that. Um, I have full confidence in they're going to do everything. And look, our our, um, our strength and conditioning group is is really good with them. Coach Bajeron, Coach Chasson, and then the um, uh, Coach Sternfels and those guys, Coach Case, they do a really good job with our guys getting them ready to play, play all the way back since since in the off season. So no, our guys are ready to go. So then you know, ended up scoring your last touchdown, making it fifty six ten. Was that just a lucky touchdown at that point? <laughs> well, actually, I, I, our guys did a really good job of blocking up front. Um, and I, I want to say it was Owen Thibodeau that hit the hole and um, had a really good run on that touchdown. Um, so glad for him. He's a senior, ran the ball really hard, runs the ball really hard for us, ran it really hard on Friday night. Um, yes, so our line, actually, if you notice on film, our line, we had a, it was a pretty good hole for our backs, and we blocked it really well, and Owen made a couple of good moves and he we didn't score a touchdown so it was a base play honestly it wasn't anything special it was just a base play for us so i noticed on the sideline you had a headset on who are you talking to whenever you're on the headset so i'm talking to a couple of people coach kyle for special teams if coach kyle wants to do something particular for special teams or if he wants to substitute somebody on offensive line 
Um, also, the other offensive line coach, Mr. Greg Reynolds, and then also Coach Grant Chasson, who's our offensive coordinator, and then the guy in the booth, um, Coach Hunter Tabor. I'm also speaking with him about what he sees on special teams to make adjustments. And because we use some, actually, something that happened in the game on Friday night, we actually corrected it yesterday in practice. Um, and then also what Hunter, Coach Hunter Tabor sees from the press box to be able to help us out on what their defense is doing and how can we adjust as well. What had one wrong in the game? If you yeah, decide. so so we um, when we, we kicked the ball off and we kicked it to a certain spot, which is about the 30-yard line, and keep it away from number three. And what happened was is that our, end, our guy at the end kind of squeezed all the way down and he didn't keep outside containment. And on one of the plays, the Patterson guy made a good play and ran all the way around to about the 50 or 45-yard line in our territory. So we, we, we just kind of flipped some things around to be able to have more outside containment this week. So when I was watching the game, I noticed y'all usually kick it to the end zone every, on every kickoff. Was it the game plan to not kick it in the end zone this game? And if so, why? The game plan was to kick it away from number three, honestly, yeah. So um, we have all the trust in the world in Ty Powell. He, did, he does a great job. He's a 10th grader, um, really good for us. Uh, it, if there are situations where there's a guy back deep that we think is a real threat to us and we, we might have trouble and we don't want to put our defense on a 40-yard line, 50-yard line, or even in their own territory, we'll kick it to a different zone to keep it away from that guy, to keep that threat away from him. Yeah. Well, Coach, thanks for helping me cover the Patterson game, and good luck next week. Thank you so much. Greatly appreciate it.